Hello, you are listening to Forefront. This is Adam and Christina Hannon. We've been married for 17 years. We have four kids. And this podcast, we ask each other three marriage checking questions. What's something that's brought you joy this week? What's something that's been hard this week? And what's something that's been on the forefront of your mind? So listen in as we share some stories about friendship and adventure in marriage. You get to go first. What's something that brought you joy this week? Christina and I were actually asked to be on the podcast for the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. We had the opportunity to share the story of the life and passing of our our son, Miles, our fourth child. Yeah. If you back up about 10 episodes of Forefront, we shared a lot of these stories on an episode called Birthday Joy. We had Miles, a little backstory here in case you missed it. We had Miles for about 20 months before he passed away. And my goodness, we missed that boy. Mm -hmm. But God was good. God was faithful. And he was near to the brokenhearted when we were so brokenhearted. That was hard, but it was precious. And Mm -hmm. we got to share some of those stories on a podcast called GPS. It stands for God, People, Stories, and it's put out by Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. What an amazing opportunity to be able to share that story and use it. I always say, if if you're going to go through something hard, then... God, use it for good in some way. And so it's such an honor and privilege to be able to share that story and hopefully encourage someone mm-hmm. or point people to our great God and, and just how near he was to us and that it's not just us. He'll do that for all of his children, comfort them in their trials and afflictions. Somebody asked me recently, is it hard to talk about this stuff again? I said, no, because you know how you love to talk about your kids? We love to talk about our kids, all of them, each of them, mm-hmm. and to, to talk about how God has used them in special ways to advance his kingdom. Oh, my goodness. We love those opportunities. And wow, they did. I hope this doesn't sound weird because it was kind of our story, but they did a great job with that podcast. They did. It was amazing. We just sat down and recorded for, I don't know, maybe it was like two hours or something. Maybe it wasn't that long, but it was a long stretch of just sharing story. And they went through it and edited the story and even mixed in snippets of Billy Graham preaching. Wow. It sounds so surreal listening to our story. And then all of a sudden, the great Billy Graham, who I just look up to as such an amazing evangelist and the way that he shaped the culture of Christianity in our in our nation, but also the way that he's just won so many souls to the Lord. It's such an honor to be in any sort of scenario where you're with him. Like, yeah, no kidding. That's crazy. Like, yes, Lord, use it, use it however you want. But I, I don't feel like I'm worthy of this honor. Right. So it's a little strange, a little <laughs> like I don't. Yes, it brought me a ton of joy. But it it does feel a little like, is this even happening? We take a step back here and just acknowledge like God used Billy Graham to reach people and to help save people by preaching the gospel. And he finished strong. There was no scandals attached to his name. Nothing. Mm -hmm. He wasn't perfect, but he had a good reputation. He had a great reputation. And he also, by the way, started Northwestern Media. 
long time ago. Oh, yeah. And they feature our podcast, Forefront Podcast, yeah. um, on their media platform. Big props to Billy Graham. We'll uh, link in the show notes to that podcast, so you can check that out if you want. All right. So what's been a uh, joy for you this week? I sort of felt like a teenager a little bit this week. I was in the car on a, a long car ride home and... I get to just chat with you on the phone. It sort of reminded me of when we were dating. You know, we'd have long phone conversations. Yeah. Where now, it's probably better now, most of our time together is face-to-face rather than on the phone, which is better. But it's funny just being in the car and driving and, and chatting with you along the way. And that brought me a ton of joy. And you mm-hmm. you were telling me about a class that you had been to that evening. You had to make a list of anyone who has really been used by God to shape you spiritually in your life and you wrote my name on the list which thank you I'm so honored by that you were one of many but you were top of the list babe and and I asked you how has God used me to shape you spiritually and your response was I think kind of cool because I try a lot of things I test out a lot of things Mm -hmm. I think I try and come up with a lot of good ideas and and some of them don't always work and some of them work for a small amount of time and we do them for for short sprints and then yeah. I I move on to the next thing. I think that's kind of the the pattern of my life. But some of them stick around and and the things that you told me that night were some of those short sprints but then some of the longer sprints of things that I've just started over the years um Bible reading routines how I started that when our son was just an infant. You know, I was trying to find time to read my Bible as a new mom. And it just so happened that our son was super happy when he was in his high chair uh, with a tray full of food or whatever in front of him. And so that's when I would read my Bible because it was the only time that he wasn't crying or that I was not sleeping. It was your only chance (laughs) to actually sit down. Yeah. And so it just became a tradition in our family that after every meal, we read a chapter of the Bible. And that's something that you listed as being spiritual transformative in your life yes and it was just something that i had started out of necessity really and so that Mm -hmm. was cool but you said also you know just different things like when we sit down as a family we just pray with our kids late at night and i'm so glad it's simple simple things um, that god uses because i mean he speaks to us through his word and then he also speaks to us and allows us to speak to him through prayer so that brought me a ton of joy to know that that I'm useful, <laughs> that God is using me in our marriage to bless you. And that's that's my hope as a wife. So some of those things like the reading the Bible after each meal, like we're still doing that, you know, mm-hmm. 16 years later. OK, awesome. But some of them like praying late at night. Well, that just got later and later and trying to get everybody <laughs> corralled. But still, even though it didn't stick and continue for long, even that short stint was meaningful and good and transformative. It had benefit. So I want to encourage you to keep trying things, keep trying to build a culture in our family. And this is kind of us, but you've got all these ideas. And I love that. Keep trying those. We'll see what sticks but we're in it together, and they're good, even mm. if they don't. 
Thank you. I'm glad. I love that freedom to try and yeah. and freedom to fail. But at least I tried. You know, that actually brings me to my hard thing for the week okay. was a failure that we experienced as a family. The the boys, I love our boys, and they saw an opportunity, a business opportunity. They were going to hopefully make a turnaround and sell some things on eBay that they had found. Reese's Puffs cereal is doing kind of the Wheaties route where they have a celebrity on the box. Mm-hmm. It's some rapper. I've never heard of this guy. But there he is on the Reese's Puffs boxes. And so they thought that they would buy a whole bunch of it and be able to sell it online. Yep. And it hasn't sold. No. And they bought all the boxes. And so now we are swimming in Reese's Puffs. Which is not a bad thing, except they spent their money on it. Yeah. And so that was hard because, especially our younger son, to see that, oh, you know, the heartbreak, the disappointment of like, oh, I failed. He's going to have to eat the costs. <laughs> yeah, literally eat, <laughs> eat it. Um, But I, I want him to have that freedom to fail. Yes. And I want him to be able to, yes, learn from it, but not get so down on himself for messing up, for trying. Keep trying. Keep trying. And so I actually bought the Reese's from him. Yep. Which makes sense because we buy the groceries mm-hmm. and that's fine. Yep. You paid what he paid for at the store. So he broke even mm-hmm. and we just have cereal. Lots of it. <laughs> <laughs> What was hard for you this week? So as we were getting ready for that podcast with the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association, uh, they had asked for some pictures of me, you, and Miles. And they had to be horizontal. Turns out 85% of the pictures we took with the kid were vertical, so that didn't work out. (laughs) So trying to go, okay, so that's not going to work out. That's not going to work out. Let's find a good quality one. So I had to go way back. So I pulled out this little flash drive we had of our old pictures with our late son. And as I'm looking through the file of old pictures, I don't know what happened, but I was watching and I could see as these photo files are getting corrupted. Mm. And I don't think they're retrievable. Maybe they are. I don't know. But that broke my heart to think, okay, these are these are our pictures of our late son. And I think they're gone. And that was really hard for me. And you could see it. You're like, what's wrong? So Mm -hmm. I told you. Yeah. And you looked at me and you said, these pictures will not bring him back. These pictures are not him. And we do still have our memories of him. I mean, for now, I mean, eventually (laughs) we'll lose that too. But by that time, we'll be able to see him face to face. So pictures are gone fine we'll be fine we'll be fine because we have hope yes yeah and that's the difference Mm -hmm. if we didn't have our eternal hope it would be it would be absolutely horrendous yeah to lose those pictures Mm -hmm. i still needed a minute to grieve (laughs) the Mm -hmm. loss of those pictures i think i even told you it's like yeah you're right just give me a minute and i'll be with you (laughs) so i think I needed to hear that truth. I did. And it was a hard truth. It was a hard situation. 
but it was the truth that I needed to hear, putting me back into the right perspective. It did help me overcome that grief faster. So thank you. You're welcome. So what's something that's been on the forefront of your mind? Well, it's that time of year. I start getting all the emails about the hot chocolate 5K. Oh my goodness. It's time to sign up again. I, I love thinking about that. I absolutely love it because you and I are not runners. Mm-mm. But, you know, I guess the theme of this podcast would be being able to try something and fail in it. Yeah. And so we tried a 5K years ago and it was the hot chocolate 5K. Yeah. So you finish running 3.1 miles and they fill you up with chocolate at the end. It was great. It was the perfect motivation, I think, for us, like people who weren't interested in running. I don't know why this sounds like a good idea, but it did at the time. Well, you got excited about it. You're like, I, I want to do a 5K. I said, I don't want to do 5K. You said, we should do a 5K. I'm like, okay, but we're doing it together. And that's what brings me just so much joy about it is that shared experience that we had. Like it, it would take so much time to train for, I mean, maybe it doesn't take most people a lot of time to train for a 5K. It took us a lot of time. It took some effort. To train for a 5K because, mm-hmm. you know, each day you're committed to running a certain amount. And so to be able to share that together and have that common goal in mind and with that common goal we're we're both experiencing the benefits that come along the way but we're also both experiencing the sore muscles and so when I complain about it you're also complaining about it and it's just it was a great experience but the thing that we learned in the 5k was that we don't enjoy running which we already knew But what we love is walking together. Mm. So after we would get done running, we would walk to cool off, right? Cool down period. Mm -hmm. And we just walk. And then we have a chance to talk. And that's what we loved. And that's what started our daily walking habit. And we we still do it. We still do that. Yeah. But it started because we... We went out for this, you know, hot chocolate 5K. I laugh. Every time I check my email, you know, this time of year, there's all these sign up for the 5K, the hot chocolate. I'm like, I don't need to. (laughs) (laughs) I don't need to. I already got the best part. And that's that habit and that routine of walking with you each day. It's so great. So Mm. fun to look back and, and remember that. And it's a good reminder going forward, too, like. The things that are the bulk of my energy or even just new things that are coming into my life, I love it when those are shared experiences with you, whether or not we decide that this is something we want to keep in our life (laughs) going forward. We at least can experience the highs and lows of it together and hopefully find something good that's worth continuing. I remember when we were running that thing. So we actually had three goals during this 5K. First one was to run the whole thing without stopping, and we did. Yep. The second goal was to get under a half hour, and we did, mm-hmm. which actually I, I'm still pretty surprised. Hey, awesome. But the third goal we had was to do the whole thing together, side by side. <laughs> 
And we did up until 3.0 miles. So a tenth of a mile left. You saw that finish line and you took off. I'm thinking like, I don't have anything left to give. And somehow like you turned on the jets. Oh, man. And I couldn't catch you. I just wanted to be done. (laughs) I did too. I just wanted to be upright when I did. Oh, that was fun. That was fun. It was. Thanks for meeting two out of the three goals with me. (laughs) (laughs) What's been on the forefront of your mind this week? All right. So I'm jumping back onto that first thing you talked about. We had that class called Habits of Grace. And we're talking about community and people in your life. You look back and you think about the people who God has used to shape you, to mold you. You would not be who you are today without these people. Who are they? And my goodness, I remember some of these names that that popped up. There were so many great people on that list. And a lot of them are people I've done Bible studies with in the past. Mm -hmm. We've talked in the past on this podcast about, you know, your core group in kind of those formative years when you did a Bible study with some friends. Yeah, every Thursday night. We actually would meet at Target. Do you remember? I do. (laughs) Well, you weren't there. No, it was a women's Bible study. But I was taking care of all the young yeah. kids at home so that you could do that. Yeah. And so we would wait until later in the evening after the kids had gone to bed. Yeah. And the only place that was open that late was Target. And so we would just sit in the little cafe. Which was closed. <laughs> it was closed, yeah. but they would let us sit there yeah. in the dark. <laughs> um, and we would have our Bible study. And then when Target closed, we would go home. Yeah. So I met with some guys but we would meet. Okay, so so that's what works for the ladies. What works for the guys? Well, we had to meet at like six thirty in the morning at a local coffee shop, and that was fun because that's what worked, right? That's what worked for our schedules. So you were taking care of the kids early in the morning to free me up so that I could go meet with the guys at the coffee shop. I remember every week I'd get my Highlander grog for a buck sixty four. That was so good. The conversation was so rich, and I remember being really grateful to you to you know kind of take on some more responsibility on yourself to allow me to do that. It was valuable, and you saw the value in that. So mm-hmm. thank you for letting that happen and making it happen. Um, but I also remember thinking about how intentional we were as young men meeting at the coffee shop that early in the morning. Because I think we all kind of had it in our minds. We're all in this stage of life, like kind of newly married, you know, just kind of that starting out stage. Mm -hmm. So I think without even saying it, we all thought it. If I'm going to be up this early in the morning, and if I'm going to pay a buck 64 a week (laughs) on coffee, this is going to (laughs) matter. So we just dove right in and we got into God's word and we would challenge each other. We would pray for each other. We would encourage each other. And in just in an hour and a half, oh my goodness, that was really formative. It was so beneficial and so good. So I love it. I love that. I'm just really thankful for that. And I'm thankful for that too. The way that you grew People talk about, you know, the man should be the spiritual leader of the home. And a lot of times that just honestly is you leading by example. And so you making God's word a priority and you having studied it and having it to share and having it to instruct and having it to encourage and all the things that it does. I mean, that 
came out from your time in God's word with those other guys. And yeah, what a gift to not only me, but all the other wives represented at that table early in the morning. It was an honor to be able to send you out the door and watch you go and meet with those friends and be blessed in return. So thank you also for letting me experience that at my late night target target yeah. study. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I think God created us as relational creatures who need community. Like we do. Mm-hmm. We need community. We need relationships. We need people. That's important. That's how God created us. So take full advantage of that and be intentional about it. It's awesome. Well, thank you for joining us for Forefront. Again, this is Adam and Christina Hannon, and we will put a link in our show notes to the Habits of Grace book, which is the study that Adam has been doing over the last several weeks that has pointed him to make this list of people who have been influential in shaping his faith. And we will also put a link in the show notes to that Billy Graham Evangelical Association podcast if you want to hear more about our story. Thanks again for listening. Forefront is a production of Northwestern Media.